BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welcome back, everybody. Another edition of the Bauer and Rose Show brought exclusively to you by our two great sponsors, JustTheNews.com and our great friends at SiriusXM, The Patriot, Channel 125. You can catch us not just on Sunday mornings, Sirius Patriot XM Channel 125, but more importantly, or not more importantly, let's start this all over again, shall we? (laughs) (laughs) All right, in three, two, one. Welcome back, everybody. The Bauer and Rose Show right here on JustTheNews.com and Sirius XM The Patriot Channel 125. You can check us out at iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Give us a five-star rating, please. Bauer is very insecure in that regard. Tell your friends about us and subscribe so that when Bauer pontificates, you will be notified and won't have to search. Happy... um, uh, Tom, right, right, let me just stop you right there. Aren't you surprised we're still on? I mean, I'm surprised every time I'm told by my office, uh, the Bower and Rose uh, show it begins where we're going to do it again. Really? They're going to let us do it again? I mean, last week, yeah, we managed to insult Democrats, Republicans, independents, and probably uh, uh, almost anybody else, which means that uh, we're, we're probably reflecting what the majority of the American people think right that's, now. That's absolutely right. we got a bunch to talk about today. Obviously, the Georgia runoff tomorrow. I don't know. It's a Monday before a Georgia runoff. I don't know what we can say about predictions because every time I predict it's wrong. But obviously, the big story is the, uh, is the, is the Twitter files. And once again, we've got the power of the federal government and Democratic lawmakers uh, dictating what tech companies allow you, the American people, to learn. I I mean, the Twitter files tell us, Gary, uh, I don't know what your thoughts are, but I'll I'll give you mine, Um, what is very difficult to comprehend. We all knew that Twitter censored conservatives. Everybody knew that. Even liberals admitted it. Everybody uh, knew that and understood that, and that was a problem in and of itself, that you have such a powerful company censoring one half of the American people. But what the Twitter files story, which big media is working furiously to either uh, discredit or to bury, uh, what we didn't know in the case of this Hunter laptop uh, story, and by the way, it's not the Hunter laptop story, it's the Joe Biden corruption story, was that Twitter acted not only um, uh, to suppress any information about this story was what they did it at the direction of the United States government, Gary, as clear a violation of the First Amendment as can be imagined proving to anyone with a sentient brain. And that excludes uh, Michael Steele, the former Republican National Committee chairman, that, yes, the 2020 election was at the very, very least Rigged. Remember, the New York Post's account was suspended for a couple of weeks 
because Miranda Devine did her job. She got a scoop. She came up with a scoop, um, and we're two years later, and that scoop hasn't even played out yet about the Biden family corruption. In other words, she was suspended, and the New York Post was suspended and dumped off Twitter for doing the kind of thing that used to win Pulitzer Prizes. Well, that's a good summary, Tom. Um, look, 2020 was rigged. There's there's no question about it. The fact that the the Republican Party establishment, either out of an animus to uh, Trump or for whatever reason, is now fearful of talking about rigged elections, uh, will only ensure that there are more rigged elections. And it was rigged in a lot of different ways. Uh, what one was how the left used COVID, uh, to, um, uh, ha- having changed all the rules about, um, uh, how you vote, uh, was, was able to harvest votes in multiple states, many of them swing states. We, we know that social media giants spent all kinds of money and, quote, unquote, nonpartisan or bipartisan voter registration efforts. It was a bunch of hooey. Um, we, we all know what was going on. Uh, so and then we've got this situation where the FBI went to Facebook. It probably went to Google. It went to um, Twitter and uh, did this months ahead of time and told these entities that, hey, look, uh, our Intelligence sources are picking up that the Russians are going to again try to interfere in an election and uh, be on the lookout for it because it's going to it's going to likely happen in October. Don't fall for it. You know, don't be used by the nasty uh, uh, Putin Russians because that would threaten our democracy. Um, and then, of course, you you had this letter put out by um 51 former uh, leaders of our national security apparatus who are supposed to keep us safe and and uh, appear at this point to be uh, have interpreted uh, keeping us safe as uh, trying to do everything they can to prevent conservatives from winning elections. So the interesting thing about this, Tom, is that when the FBI is briefing Twitter about uh, this um, uh, Russian interference that's likely to happen in uh, October, they already have in their possession Hunter Biden's computer. They already know that the computer is real and not a product of Russian misinformation. Um, so th- this is this is just one. Um, level of, of tilting the election on top of another level. We know there's polling that, uh, that shows after the election that 20% of the people that voted for Joe Biden, uh, say that they would not have voted for him if they had known that the Hunter, about the Hunter laptop story. By, by the way, the guy who turned the laptop over, uh, to authorities, uh, he's been ruined. His business went bankrupt because the left canceled him. The left harassed him. They drove him out of business. 
Um, and, and of course, the FBI was part of that. Now, this this guy that ran the com- the, the computer shop, where inexplicably Hunter Biden took his computer to have it fixed and then never came back to get it. Um, this guy says that um, at one point, an FBI agent uh, talking with him said, uh, you know, buddy, um, you, you probably should drop talking about this computer you turned over to us because this isn't going to work out well for you. Now, um, I don't know the guy. I, I don't know what his character is, but I'm willing to believe a lot these days, given what we have found out about what elements of the deep state have been able to do. We could take this entire show talking about it. I'll just remind our our loyal listeners of one other thing. Elements of the FBI went to the FISA courts, courts that were set up for the specific purpose of um, avoiding the abuse of the incredible power we gave to agencies like the FBI in the wake of 9-11. They went to those FISA courts and they lied to them about the information they had that would justify monitoring the Trump campaign. And as far as I know, Tom, nobody's paid for that. I think there was a one guy at Justice who ended up getting an early retirement, but nobody paid. And quite frankly, I've never I haven't heard anybody in the FISA courts scream bloody murder about the fact that they were deceived. You almost had the impression that uh, as the deception was going on, everybody was winking at each other, you know, and it's it's, I was just going to say that that this laptop that the media likes to deride and dismiss as simply a computer. It's not about Hunter Biden. If Hunter Biden were not engaged in massive corruption with his father, who was vice president of the United States, and uh, simply a wayward son who was a drug addict hooked on on uh, prostitutes and cocaine and 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 tax cheating. That'd be different, right? I mean, Billy Carter was the rogue brother of President Jimmy Carter, who embarrassed the president, but I don't believe even to this day there's any evidence they were uh, involved in corruption. The, the story here is that on that laptop is irrefutable evidence of massive corruption on the part of the president of the United States. And that's why I think the media, even now after we have all this exposed, uh, that's why they're so intent about not simply uh, delegitimizing or criminalizing Donald Trump. It's also about covering up their own crimes and misdemeanors, covering up their own role in the riots of 2020, covering up their own role in manipulating the election in 2020. There's no evidence or even mention of which has been permitted to this date uh, uh, by the January 6th committee, for instance, or big media. I saw something at the MRC, which is uh, Brent Bozell's great organization, that the big three have hardly even mentioned the Twitter file story. Everybody knows that 2020 was rigged. Now, there's a difference between rigged and stolen. Stolen means you throw ballots into ballot boxes and uh, you steal something like theft. Rigged is a right before tip off of a basketball game announcing massive rules changes that benefit the home team. Those claim who rigged it um, 
can claim it was stolen on a technicality because they changed all the technicalities, right? At the last minute, they changed all the rules before the election to make a cheating much easier and verification harder. Then there's the media, right, which engaged in unbelievably widespread, massive coordination uh, of propaganda designed to hurt Trump and Republicans and help Biden. That's not deniable. It's all out there. Uh, it's supported by an ocean of evidence. I can We can begin to list it all, right? The Russia collusion hoax that was two years and that incredibly outrageous Atlantic magazine article right before the election that Trump had disparaged a dead American soldiers in Normandy that was uh, based on I think it was two anonymous sources and 25 uh, presidential aides who were there signed legal affidavits asserting uh, it was true. I mean, this isn't mere bias, uh, as you well know, Gary. This is a coordinated uh, political propaganda campaign, the kind that any any international election observer would immediately uh, denounce as negatively impacting the integrity or legitimacy of an election. That's what Jimmy Carter's been doing for the past 40 years, running around the world, commenting on uh, 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 international elections. You know, and then there's the whole issue of what, what big tech did and continues to do. They use algorithms to censor uh, content and people that um, originally determined would hurt the Biden campaign and help the Trump campaign um, while promoting content that they uh, believed would help Biden and hurt Trump. They dump millions, tens of millions of emails from Republicans straight into spam folders. They promoted mirror images. Of Dem- this, it just, the list goes on and on and on. And I have to wonder how long this can be ignored by big media and big tech. It, it, well, number one, uh, in answer to that question, it, there's nothing to stop them from ignoring it forever. You're right. Uh, now, I don't want to, uh, I can't tell from what you just said whether... Uh, you've jettisoned uh, or feel it's unprovable that part of the fix in the election was that they actually did steal votes. Uh, if they rig it to the, if they rigged it to the extent they rigged it, then uh, I wouldn't push any. I wouldn't push put anything past them. Yeah, I, I mean, I I look at uh, you know I I think there's enough evidence out there, and it and it the evidence in my view shows a serious flaw because. We don't seem to have a way in our system to reverse of voter fraud in this country. And when you're dealing with the political left who whose whole philosophy is built around relativism. I mean, the, the, the modern political left rejects reliable standards of right and wrong. It rejects that there's any. Um, actual truth. They, they'll use this phrase all the time, you know, well, your truth may say that, but my truth says there's only one truth. One and one's two. Uh, uh, you know, a, a, a baby born with male genitalia is a boy. You know, a watch baby. it, Bauer. Watch it. Watch okay. it. Yeah, I know. I'm on, I'm on dangerous ground here. Uh, but but I, I look at um, you know, some of the work done by Dinesh D'Souza, for example, where they were able to track the cell phones of people dropping off ballots in the drop-off boxes in Georgia. And what they found was that 
the same cell phones being carried by the same people, obviously, was showing up at multiple drop boxes all over the Atlanta area at two and three in the morning, dropping off ballots. Now, in a court of law, that would be called circumstantial evidence because there's not videotape in most cases showing that the person with the cell phone dropping off the ballots is the same person that dropped it off dropped them off 20 miles away, you know, 22 minutes before that. Right. But there was at least one or two places that had videos and they did show it was right. the same people. My, my, my only point was that the unprecedented number of last minute changes to election laws across, across yeah. the country, hundreds and hundreds of them, every single one of which was designed to help Biden and hurt Trump. The deluge of mail-in ballots at the same time, uh, they passed laws lessening ballot scrutiny. So if there was fraud, uh, which was much more likely to have occurred, occurred in a situation like that, since there was so much greater opportunity for fraud, then no one would be able to detect it. But then, of course, looking for fraud was treated by Democrats and the media as uh, insurrectionist, uh, treasonable activity. Yeah, well, let's remind folks of something else, Tom, that just four years before that, in 2016, when Donald Trump won, that same media and elements of the deep state, uh, including at the FBI, the Department of Homeland Security and other places, promoted the narrative that Donald Trump had colluded with Russia in order to defeat Hillary Clinton. And that narrative went on for at least 75 percent of the Trump uh, presidency. And the, the, the polling data showed, um, I don't know when the last poll was done on this. I think they probably stopped polling it. But the, the, that the polling data showed that not only were uh, uh, large numbers of the American people convinced that Trump colluded with Russia, uh, a, a, a solid plurality, maybe even a majority, had become convinced that Russia actually went inside our voting machines and changed votes from Hillary Clinton to Donald Trump. Now, none of that is supposed to be undermining our democracy uh, or, you know, uh, engaging in conspiracy theories or whatever. Um, the, the other thing, Tom, that I think just screams out here for Republicans to be arguing about instead of uh, the engaging in the rhino um um, stampedes that we're seeing right now in Congress where, uh, defeated, you know, a Republican party that just had a lousy election. When you look at the gap between what they were promising and what actually happened, thought it was a really good idea to come back to Washington for three or four weeks and start selling out your base in a variety of ways. Man, I, I wish I would have been in that meeting. Uh, where that was decided, that was a really good strategy to, to go from here. But what, what the Republican Party ought to be doing now, Tom, is, is saying, because polling shows the American people are afraid that our constitutional republic is in danger. We need to start talking about why it is in danger. And the reason it's in danger is because the left is deploying agencies of the federal government that were meant to protect the American people, they have weaponized those agencies and they're using them against conservatives. Now, Tom, I, this is not the federal government, but let me 
um, just briefly tell you three things that happened in the last several days in different places in the country. In Richmond, Virginia, there's a group called uh, the Virginia Family Policy Institute, totally mainstream conservative group. It's the long, the, the oldest conservative pro-family, pro-life, pro-religious group in the state of Virginia, they were having an event at a, a restaurant in Richmond where they were going to bring in some of their donors, give them a little briefing on what they had done. Ninety minutes, minutes before the event starts, the restaurant calls them and says, uh, somebody checked you online and our wait staff are not willing to wait on you. Your event's canceled. Okay. Uh, drive up, uh, you know, 100 plus miles to northern Virginia where the Capitol Hill Crisis Pregnancy Center from Washington, D.C., was having their annual fundraiser that the, the Crisis Pregnancy Centers serve women who have a crisis pregnancy. Maybe they've been abandoned by the man that fathered the child. They don't want to abort the baby or they're trying to figure out what to do. These CPCs uh, help those women, give them clothing for their children, uh, financial help and so forth. They're having their annual fundraiser. The fundraiser starts and people that had infiltrated the event, started standing up one by one, calling the people in the room, uh, white nationalists, Nazis, fascists, had to be pulled out one at a time, basically blew up the whole event. Uh, For trying to protect uh, a disproportionate number of black babies, they're white right. nationalists. Right. So there's, there's virtually no news about any of this. Uh, go to the heartland of the country. A bunch of students at the University of Nebraska turn up at the Newman Center on campus, which is a center devoted to religious liberty and the sanctity of life. Big uh, message posted on the front of, of the center. Stop fighting abortion or we're going to take our newly purchased guns and kill you all. Not not a word, not a word from the White House about the growing hate in America, not a word about hate crimes being committed. By the way, this is on the top of the tragic, horrible shooting at a gay bar in Colorado Springs by a guy who apparently was part of the LGBTQ community. And there have been multiple argue, uh, articles written and statements made by powerful elected officials that if you oppose same-sex marriage, if you're fighting against uh, LGBTQ propaganda being introduced into the schools in the first and second grade, if you are pushing religious liberty, uh, that you don't, you're saying that you don't have to be, you can't be forced to participate in a same-sex we uh, wedding, you are responsible for the shooting. So, Tom, we are living at a time when our constitutional republic is in danger, conservatives are being silenced, Christians are being attacked, believing Orthodox Jews are being attacked, anybody that speaks up for things that were widely accepted in the entire history of our country up until about three hours ago are being silenced, canceled, penalized, threatened with imprisonment, their businesses hurt, etc., and uh, we're being told that the threat to our democracy is uh, conservatives, Donald Trump, uh, Mike Pence, uh, you, you name it. Speaking of which, <clears throat> I'm going to have to censor you because we have to take a break. You're listening to the Bauer and Rose Show at JustTheNews.com and Sirius XM The Patriot Channel 125. Hey. 
Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Welcome back, everybody. Bauer and Rose here, as always, opining on things we understand completely and those things that which we have no idea. You were uh, referencing. We're sometimes wrong, Tom. <laughs> I did want to say, Tarly, we recognize we're sometimes <clears throat> wrong, but we are never in doubt. Never in doubt. We commented. Well, I commented uh, last week on the World Cup and I got a bunch of negative responses and I'll say they were all from younger people. Uh, some of whom had names eerily similar to yours, uh, but I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to get into that. But you were referencing before the break about the weaponization of the federal government and how uh, that, in collusion with big tech and big media, uh, have silenced. Uh, news of anything that goes against the Democrat narrative. Um, well, something just happened in the last 12 hours, right? The Elon Musk, the Twitter files. Well, what's the administration's response? They announced uh, yesterday, late yesterday, that they're uh, launching yet another investigation into Elon Musk, this time through the Agriculture Department, into his company Neuralink, which I'm not all that familiar with. It's a neurotechnology company that's trying to develop some kind of ultra high width, a high bandwidth uh, brain machine interface that can connect humans with computers somehow. And the agriculture department is investigating Neuralink. For now, Tom, I, I would uh, I don't want uh, the government doing that, but I uh, I think this is an idea that uh, that Elon Musk has, which is out to lunch. It's, it, called, it, trans, it, it's it, called transhumanism, and it's not, in my view, a good thing. But, but your point My is, point is, is that they're, they're investigating yeah. this. Co- they found it's any pretext. Uh, why? Because the pretext of the investigation is that they have uh, abused mice and rats in their research. So in other words, I'm just saying they're throwing the kitchen sink any possible infraction in any of his numerous business ventures is now fair game for the federal government. Do you honestly believe that if his name were Elon Smith and he had nothing to do uh, with Twitter or politics, uh, they'd be investigating uh, how his Neuralink company treated rats and mice? Yeah. <laughs> well, um, I know Elon Smith, by the way. He's a very nice guy. <laughs> and uh, he probably is going to sue for, you know. Defamation. Him right. on, on the air without us uh, getting his permission. Uh, Tom, the, the thing that strikes me about all this is, look, look it, my entire life, the left has dominated uh, media in America. I Now, we there, there used to be at least one conservative newspaper in every state, and you could name it, Right. There, there's almost none now. I mean, the, the, so the papers that used to be conservative, like the Arizona Republic, you know, are no longer conservative. The Cincinnati Enquirer, you know, they've either gone de- defunct or they, they've gone left or whatever. 
um, there's, I mean, there's, it's as close to unanimous blackout of conservative viewpoints as you can possibly get, but it's not enough. I, I mean, they will, they want to shut down debate. You, you know, it, it really is funny because I keep running into well-meaning Republicans, many of whom, uh, you, you know, I, I would throw in there, I guess, a guy like Senator Sass of Nebraska, who I admire in many ways. He's a very nice guy. Uh, Senator Lee in, in Utah is, is sort of the same way. Uh, you know, the, the, they sort of, the, the, they kind of emphasize we need to have civil debates. You know, we got to stop yelling at each other and have civil debates. That's what we do in America. That's what responsible people do. Uh, I got news for him. The, the left is not interested in not only not interested in civil debates, they're not interested in debates. They, I mean, everything they're doing is intended to completely silence an opposing view. They're not trying to av- they're not trying to win an argument. They're trying to avoid the necessity of having an argument. It's just like Tom, they, you know, they're not, they're not trying to win votes. They're trying to make sure they get a chance to collect their ballots and deliver them <laughs> in the time frame allowed. You know, we, we keep acting like it's the 1950s and it's not. We are heading day by day to a dystopian future. And, and Tom, I, I would just say that if in the if if in that atmosphere, I'm going to go back to what's happening on Capitol Hill right now. If in that atmosphere, the Republicans get in another one of these circular firing squads where they think their problem is they're being too conservative, you know, they're and they've got to abandon that. We we will we will be off the playing field in short order. And folks, don't think it can't happen. It wasn't that long ago that the Tories in the Conservative Party in Britain looked like they were going to dominate British <clears throat> politics. The Labour Party was hanging by their fingernails, and it is very quickly uh, reversed. Where the Labour Party is now gaining strength. Um, and at least part of it was the conservatives, the Tories in Great Britain, they're unrecognizable. First, they abandoned and surrendered on all the values issues and social issues. And now they're abandoning the economic issues. Gee, who thought that people that would surrender on the sanctity of life would end up surrendering on marginal tax rates? No, it's <clears throat> it's incredible. We've got the uh, the Georgia runoff uh, tomorrow, which we'll talk about at the end of the week. And can I can I interrupt you? It's today it's today yes i thought it was tuesday today's tuesday uh gary you're right today is tuesday <laughs> yes you did it once before and i thought nobody will notice it was in the beginning part of the show is that I right let it I... go it let it go but then when you did it again i began to think <laughs> am i having a stroke is it actually monday well uh, uh, all right to toss right back at you we're uh, doing this on a Zoom equivalent piece of uh, software, and my uh, iPhone 
allows, I don't know if yours does this as well, but the emails that come in like pop up at the top of the screen and then go away two seconds later. In the uh, 31 minutes during this broadcast, I've gotten three fundraising emails from Gary Bauer. I'm really? S- I'm serious. Yeah. I, that must be another Gary Bauer because um, we learned long ago that sending you emails is a totally worth waste of our resources. Uh, I mean, at one point. Fundraising emails. At one point, I cut you a check and I said, uh, please don't cash this unless you promise to cut back 80% of the fundraising emails that um, you got. Well, but, you, as you know, Tom, in defense of uh, myself in front of our mass uh audience across america for uh non-profit groups i'm trust me we i'm are teasing you of course the last 30 days of the year are everything and so uh I, i'm sure by the end of every year uh e- even even my family is sick of hearing from me you know? <laughs> <laughs> no i i i just the one thing and, and maybe we should save this for another podcast these um Post-election analyses of uh, demographic voting patterns, the only demographic, and I think except for who that demographic is and what it might portend, every other demographic, uh, the voting composition was very favorable to Republicans. We hadn't done this well in decades. But the young people is what's so troubling. Why are they voting in such overwhelming numbers for their own immiseration? I think the answer is obvious, as as sad as it is. It's because they've been raised from birth. And we'll see this in Georgia tonight. Either it, it remains true or it doesn't remain true. In this toxic stew of leftist ideology, which has turned our young people into a into a generation who've been convinced falsely that we conservatives are, are somehow stealing their birthrights, we're stealing their freedoms, when in fact, it's total nonsense. There's no, there's no such uh, truth to that in all, at all. In fact, it's the opposite. The irony here is that the mortal threats to their rights uh, comes from their own self-proclaimed advocates. Stalin started it about a hundred years ago when he denounced all his Bolshevik opponents as, as fascists. It's been happening ever since. And why does it work? It works because it's all they ever hear. It's almost, there's this almost, Gary, this iron grip hold that the left-wing monopoly has on every major cultural institution in our country, save talk radio, Fox News, and a few outstanding uh, conservative websites. It's wall-to-wall left-wing ideologues from kindergarten to adult here, to adulthood. Whatever Um, the left says is the only thing that that, that they ever hear. I I think it's worse than that. Great. Uh, I I think what you just said, (laughs) I think what you just said was it would accurately describe, uh, you know, the situation, let's say, 15 years ago now. Uh, 50 years ago, but now um, the the only freedoms they're worried about losing, and I'm, we're generalizing here, of course, but I'm talking about you know the most recent generation to come out of the universities. They're they're worried about losing their right to abort, their uh, ability to sleep with whoever they want, whenever they want, uh, their ability to use drugs, and so they don't want any of that regulated. Uh, but when it when it comes to the idea that um, 
They see Republicans as a threat to constitutional liberties. They're not in favor of constitutional liberties. They, they go to campuses where they try to shut down free speech, where they try to shut down uh, religious clubs on campus, where, where they uh, tried to cancel dissenting opinions. So that they are totalitarians in their totally, outlook. Absolutely. And they, they don't much like America. It's not conservatives who threaten freedom and democracy. It's the left. It's the Democrats. It's the legacy media. It's virtually all mainstream media. It's, it's big tech. It's Google. It's Facebook. It's YouTube. It's TikTok. And until now, of course, it's Twitter. They're the ones, you're absolutely right. They're the ones who suppress dissent, which, uh, is proof that the left lies since truth tellers uh, have no need to cancel lectures or to censor dissenters or to uh, manipulate search results. It's the left that constitutes the threat to freedom and democracy and free speech, not the right. And free speech, it's the single most important uh, uh, freedom of all. Yeah, yeah. In short, I mean, young people are voting for the people who are ruining their lives. Yeah, yes. Uh, but, but again, I'm, maybe I'm not being clear on this. Uh, young, young people coming out of the universities today don't want conservative viewpoints heard. Right. They, they don't, uh, they don't want patriotism, uh, being promoted in the popular culture. Young people coming out of these universities want a society in which government makes all these big decisions. I mean, most of them want to work for government in some way or, or, you know, so I mean, when you have a generation that is, according to the data, the least likely to love America in the history of America, Tom, our problem isn't that they're voting for people that, um, um, you know, don't have good economic policies. They, they, they're, they completely embrace a, a, a totally different America than the one you and I grew up in. And but this that's because they've been marinated in this, in this, again, as I, I repeated earlier, this, this toxic stew. I mean, well, if the, you, marin, the marination is starting now, you, you know, we, in kindergarten. Yeah, we don't hear much anymore about the, the, the dopey professor at some university that's saying such and such and that professor ought to be fired because they're all saying that stuff. Now it's down in the elementary schools. Uh, if people have time, they, I, I don't know if it's back up on Twitter or not, but there's a, uh, uh, there, there was a site called Lib, uh, Liberals of TikTok. Sure. And all twi- all this the people did was take things that liberals were saying on TikTok, and they just took that stuff totally in context and replayed it on Twitter. They just reposted exactly. They just right. reposted uh, the texts and the TikTok videos um, of of crazy leftists. But my final point, and we're going to be out of ten, and I should have made it a long time ago because I do think it's worth discussion. If you look at all these metrics about the immiseration of young people, the unprecedented rates of alcohol abuse, of, 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 of suicide, of, de- of abuse, of depression and despair, I, th- I don't think that's unrelated. I mean, the left deprived kids of two years of school 
the left ensured uh, that these kids couldn't see any other kids' faces for two years outside of their own homes for no valid reason whatsoever. The left does nothing but frighten and terrify young people. The world's going to end in 10 years if Gary Bauer doesn't park his car. Uh, the, The whole hysteria over global warming... I think in a way that no group ever before has frightened another group, in this case, young Americans. I mean, the left has destroyed the healthiest beliefs or is trying to destroy in a, in a good citizen's life, especially the life of our young people, belief in God, belief in the goodness of our country, patriotism, religious values, tolerance, pluralism, the national flag. They've all become objects of, of disdain. And I don't think that's unrelated to these remarkable levels of uh, depression and despair among our young people. Yeah, tell tell people, tell your youth that they live in a horrible country founded by evil men that's done nothing of value in the world. In fact, it's an oppressor country. Tell them that there's no God, that uh, they're just the product of uh, uh, of mindless um, divisions of cells from something that climbed out of the primal slime or whatever. Uh, f- put on top of that, that, uh, you know, when you think you love somebody, that's just some chemical reaction in your brain. You've been hardwired to do that. By the way, you, you may think you're a boy. You're probably a girl. You may think you're a girl. You're probably a boy. Um, or neither. You know, earth- or neither. Or right. 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 Or. Yeah, the, the earth's going to blow up, burn up, or, or whatever. The shocking thing, Tom, is that any young person in America gets through all that and is a functioning human being. So we've got uh, dark uh, issues that have to be dealt with. I know we're a little bit over. I just wanted to mention really quickly, Tom, I don't know if you saw the story. Uh, it came out of Connecticut. Um, a, a little girl was attacked by a rabbit raccoon while she was waiting for the school bus. Her mother heard her screams. The video is unbelievable. The mother runs out, gets the raccoon off her child, gets the, throws the child into the house. She's now got the raccoon that's dug his teeth into her. He, she gets it by the scruff of its neck and literally hurls it into the yard. And watching the video, I saw her interview today and they said to her, what were you thinking? And she said, I was thinking, save my daughter. Well, the raccoon, you know, is an obvious, that was an evil animal. It had no PR firm. It had no high powered attorneys. It didn't control anything. Nobody's going to defend the raccoon. But there are forces loose in our culture as rabbit as that oh, raccoon. Yeah, and they are powerful and they're coming for your kids, ladies and gentlemen. And you need to be the woman that runs out there and grabs that eagle by the scruff of the neck and saves your children. Very well said. Uh, one of the uh, oddest similes I've ever heard from Gary Bauer, <laughs> but extremely, extremely well said. We are, you know, I would say we're out of time. But we're over out of time. We got to go. Have a great couple days. We will talk to you later in the week.